0: Welcome back to another episode of My Sisters TBR, the podcast where you join us in our bookish adventures. I'm Stacy, And I'm Rebecca. We're your book-loving sisters navigating the vast world of literature one heart-pounding story at a time. Today's episode, we'll be sharing our monthly reads and delving into magical worlds we've explored this month. Uh-huh. Plus, we're shining a very well-deserved spotlight on a book that left us breathless. Things We Left Behind by Lucy Score, which is the third book of the Knock em Out series. Oh, we've been so excited for that. And it's finally here. We can finally discuss it. <laughs> so grab your coziest blanket and let's get started. Got it. <laughs> so I'm like stupidly excited to actually talk about things we left behind. But I think we should... S- back up a little bit and just talk about what we've read this month because that's going to be I think really short um I'm also very excited to talk about it because of what I the other book that I read this month. Um, <laughs> oh I know okay so what did you read this one <laughs> uh the one and only book other than the featured read that I read this month This has literally been my worst month. I have only finished two books. Oh my god. Who are Are you, me? (laughs) 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 So my first book this month was Pretend You're Mine by Lucy Score, And I was, I read this one to hype me up for Mm -hmm. things we left behind. Uh, It did the absolute opposite. I've heard good things though. I thought I'd seen a good review on that. I don't trust reviews anymore. Okay. I just, I don't trust them. Yeah. Because this was uh, so underwhelming compared to her other books. And I've read a number of Lucy Score books now. And this one just fell flat in every sense. It's a contemporary romance and i rated it a 2 oh dear yeah and literally the only reason why i rated it a 2 i gave it that extra star just because it was lucy score and you know i adore lucy score and i'm giving her the benefit of the doubt because this was 2015 so this was like fair you know like it was a long time ago yeah <laughs> i mean she the book is almost 10 years old yeah yeah fair. Thankfully, she has. Um, I'll read out the plot. Meet Luke Garrison, the hometown hero and a dedicated National Guard member ready for his next deployment. He embodies strength, allure, and a hidden mystery. All he craves is solitude, and the last thing on his mind is a relationship that might disrupt his tranquility. Mm. However, fate has different plans when the captivating Harper unexpectedly enters his life. He quickly devises a plan. She can be the perfect pretend girlfriend keeping his family at bay until his deployment. But what happens when pretending turns into something neither of them expected? Harper, no stranger to starting anew, finds herself drawn to Luke and the charms of the small town. His presence makes her contemplate settling down and transforming his house into a home. In Luke's embrace, she discovers what it truly means to feel safe and cherished, What starts as a single night sharing a bed evolves into a deep connection neither of them saw coming. As their hearts entwine, Luke grapples with his past, concealing the shadows that haunt him. Meanwhile, Harper guards her own secrets, fearful of the truth they both hide. They agreed it was all pretend, just for one month, but love has a way of revealing what's real, changing their lives in unexpected ways. Will they face the truth, or will their deception shatter the love they found? That sounds amazing. Like I that is right up my alley. Yeah, and especially after reading, um like that gives me the same vibes as like the knock series. So after reading that, like yes. of course that's gonna be like sound super interesting. Exactly.
1: Huh. Yeah. And
0: I love like the small town romance yeah. and um you know, like I'm I'm not huge on the whole fake dating thing, but I think that it was well done in this book. I did enjoy that. Uh, it wasn't until about like halfway through that things really started to go downhill for me. I don't like Luke. He started out pretty great. But um, like, again, uh, to to try to discuss this without spoilers is really mm-hmm. difficult. But he is still very uh, emotionally connected to his past. Okay. And, um, he doesn't want to let go of things. So he needs therapy. Oh, he is just <laughs> one big red flag on two legs. Oh, God. Yeah. But also, I mean, Harper is, she starts a, like, she's portrayed as, you know, this strong, no matter what came at her, she was always back on her two feet. But at some point, it's almost like she has an entire personality transplant. She lets him, like, walk all over her. Oh, girly. And it goes against, you know, what what her character was at the start of the novel. So it, it just felt like poor writing to me. And it's just, it just felt so flat. It really did. The whole novel did. I wanted to like it because... You know, like that description just yeah. sounds great. hmm Maybe I was digging too deep into something that just should have been just a surface level fluffy book. We're not surface level people here though. We dive in. We attach. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know, I just honest to God, rooted more for his best friend getting Harper. Is there a book too? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it's um part of benevolence number one. Maybe he gets his moment. I have a feeling you're not going to attempt the second one though, based on those ratings <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but I'm just so thankful that her writing got quite a bit better. It's not a good start uh for your month, <laughs> no. I wish my month went like your month. Oh, God. Did I ever have a good month? Hit us with it. Oh, God. Okay. So I know you already read this. So at least now we can finally talk about it. Finally talk about it. I know you've been waiting. (laughs) Okay. So I talked about this last episode because I was currently reading it back then. Um, But Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yeros which is now actually book one of a series. She's releasing book two in November. I've been waiting since June for this. I can't even, don't even know how you're doing it. God. Okay. So (laughs) anyway, let's see. Okay. Uh, So obviously it is a fantasy and it's 682 pages. The fact that I finished two books this month that were 600 plus pages yeah you killed it damn (laughs) okay i did read the description or the synopsis last episode but i'm gonna read it again just in case there is anybody who either doesn't know what fourth is about or if they forgot (laughs) by some crazy way okay Can't say I'd ever forget. No. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. Um, An instant New York Times bestseller, a Goodreads most anticipated book, suspenseful, sexy, and with incredibly entertaining storytelling, the first in Yaros's Empyrean series will delight fans of romantic adventure-filled fantasy. 20-year-old Violet Sorengale was supposed to enter the scribe quadrant living a quiet life among books and history. Now, the commanding general, also known as her toughest Talon's mother, has ordered Violet to join the hundreds of candidates striving to become the elite of Navarre dragon riders. But when you're smaller than everyone else and your body is brittle, death is only a heartbeat away because dragons don't bond to fragile humans. Mm-hmm. They incinerate them with fewer dragons willing to bond than cadets. Most would kill Violet to better their own chances of success. The rest would kill her just for being her mother's daughter, like Zayden Ryerson, mm. <laughs> the most powerful and ruthless wingleader in the Riders Quadrant. She'll need every edge her wits can give her just to see the next sunrise. Yet... With every day that passes, the war outside grows more deadly. The kingdom's protective wards are failing. The death toll continues to rise. Even worse, Violet begins to suspect leadership is hiding a terrible secret. Friends, enemies, lovers, everyone at Basquiat War College has an agenda. Because once you enter, there are only two ways out. Graduate or die. So... I rated this an absolute five star. No questions asked. It may be on the red flag here, but as soon as a villain is introduced to a book. There's a love interest. (laughs) She talked about Dane, like her, her childhood best friend. And like, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, like, here we go. And then enter Zayden. Yeah. Game over. He wants to kill her? Hell yeah. Alright. Dane is gone out of my mind. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> yep. Sign me up. <laughs> um Yeah, that just there was like a whole day where I was reading for like seven, eight hours straight and I just could not stop. Like that scene Yeah. With the snow falling. I listened to the audiobook. Good lord. Was it the Dramatized? No. Okay, but still. No. I don't I don't know. Is the Dramatized out now? Oh, it's not. I don't think it's out yet. I don't know if it's out. I forgot that. No. Uh, But yeah. <sighs> it was just the regular audiobook, but it was still really, really good. I want to, like, reread it, and just so I can just listen to it. I should have reread it. Especially before mm. the book club. But honestly, I want to, like... I'm going to attempt it. We'll see what's going on in November. But um when she releases book two, Iron Flame, I'd be down to just listen to it again yeah. before that comes out because the ending had me absolutely jaw on the floor. <sighs> what? Yeah. Um, I just shared a story with a video that somebody had made on, I think, Instagram. Maybe it was TikTok, but. I shared it to my story on Instagram of the scene from Barbie where she's like singing in the car and then Ken starts singing back behind her. And it said like, like me reading fourth wing on the last page. And then that's the, the last, Yo. the last paragraph Just Wow! F- blew the whole story open. If like that alone is enough reason to get somebody to read it. Like if you haven't read it yet. Just for that last paragraph alone. (laughs) But, like, it makes sense. Like, now thinking back, it makes complete sense because of them specifying that only certain healers or, like, healers can put something back to its natural state. That's where (laughs) I'm like, shit. Like, they were just putting in grains of salt (laughs) of, like, little tiny hints. Like, now it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. God. 10 out of 10. Oh, if I could rate this, like, I was going to say, if I could rate this higher than a five, I would. I, I want to say, like, it would be my top read of 2023, but I also read, like, Akatar this year. Yeah, I I can't. So, I mean, it's easily on the same level for me, but I I wouldn't be able to pick one or the other. Yeah, I can, I can see that, honestly, like. Anybody who has liked Aquatar like, I understand now why you were trying to get me to read this for so long. It's not a heavy fantasy. So it's easy for, like, a beginner or, like, an introductory to fantasy, I found. Yeah, I, I agree with you now. Like, I completely understand what you meant by that. Because I had absolutely yeah. no issue with visualizing everything. Like, those, um, the fan art that I was tagging you in on TikTok. Yeah. Like that was that du- like oh perfection. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, let's oh, shut up before uh, <laughs> before we start feeling too much. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't in good conscience say like it's, you know, the best fantasy, the best writing because it I can't I can't say it was like the best writing. Like there were still I think areas where she could have been better Mm -hmm. and I get that that's not everybody's cup of tea. Like it, if you're a seasoned fantasy reader, this may feel more, um, YA in the sense Mm -hmm. of storytelling, not so much the steamy scenes. (laughs) Don't, Mm -hmm. don't say, I can't say it's a YA because there's too much steam, but, um, but as for like the storytelling side of it, Just didn't feel adult i guess in some sense yeah and see like with you you are an avid fantasy reader so like you're more i would pick up on that i guess yeah you're more knowledgeable with things like that but with me like where i'm new into the fantasy worlds like this is i yeah i thought that was i thought that was perfection (laughs) yeah but like where i'm reading uh the robin hobbs series the trilogy like that i feel is on a different level now i'm uh, like it's obviously going to be a wonderful series it's super highly rated but i may not rate that one quite as high as i would fourth wing just because i enjoyed the hell yeah. out of myself reading fourth wing i found that was just such a fun read whereas the Farseer trilogy i have to really use my brain more yeah because it's a heavier fantasy. So I have to, like, I don't know. My my brain just has to work more reading that book. And this is why I like dark romance and romance fantasy, because I don't like to use my brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait yeah. to get back into the dark romances. Oh. All right. What was your next read? Uh, the featured read. Oh, okay. Me too. Right. We can just yeah. jump right in. God. What a weird month for you. I guess on average this year, it's been more like six or seven Mm -hmm. books that I've been reading in a month. But like, I could pump out 13 books a month. But this month, I was still in a slump from the previous month of trying to read all the thrillers. Plus then, Pretend Your Mind just really nosedived everything Mm -hmm. for me. And I still, I feel so bad. Like, I feel like... I'm being really mean to Lucy Score. <laughs> I don't want to well, be, but we're gonna make up for it now after we discuss <laughs> things we left behind. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so I just want to reiterate that this is book three of the series. So if you have plans to read the other two books before listening to this discussion, probably just get out now. Yeah, maybe. Because, like, I mean, I feel like even our spoil-free discussion is still going to be somewhat a spoiler, if even if you've only read the first For the series, not necessarily the book. Yeah. Yeah, just for the series itself, because we're going to be talking about two different point of views here now Mm -hmm. that you didn't get in the first book or the second book. So it's like, yeah, we'll try our best to, uh, (laughs) but I mean, even, like, the description is probably, I don't know. Just... We didn't read the description um, on the last episode because we felt it was a little too much. We didn't want to, but yeah. we didn't want to listen to it, though. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, just, I mean, if you want to stick around, just, yeah. <laughs> you want to read us the uh, description now? Sure. So, obviously, it's Lucy's score, so it's going to be contemporary romance. That's just a given. Uh, I was five hundred and ninety two pages, apparently, the Kindle edition Thanks. um, yeah, so like we said, we have been really looking forward to this book. We featured book one, that was our very first book that we featured on our podcast, yeah, yeah, oh, first episode, oh, that's so cute, and then we featured the second book, and obviously we had to feature book three, of course. So this book was with Sloane and Lucy's point of views, Mm -hmm. which anybody who got a little whiff of them in the first book, we've all been looking forward to this. We've been waiting. We were hoping that book two was this. It wasn't. That's okay. But well worth the wait. Mm -hmm. Well worth the wait. Good Lord. (laughs) I have some feelings about this book that I think is going to be best left for the uh, end of episode where I can be, where I can spoil everything. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But for the most part, yes. There was only one woman who could set me free, but I would rather set myself on fire than ask Sloane Walton for anything. Lucian Rollins is a lean, mean, vengeance-seeking mogul. On a quest to erase his father's mark on the family name, he spends every waking minute pulling strings and building an industrial empire. The more money and power he amasses, the safer he is from threats. Except when it comes to the feisty small-town librarian that keeps him up at night. Sloane Walton is a spitfire determined to carry on her father's quest for justice. She'll do that just as soon as she figures out exactly what the man she hates did to, or for, her family. Bonded by an old, dark secret from the past and the dislike they now share for each other, Sloane trusts Lucian about as far as she can throw his designer-suited body. When bickering accidentally turns to foreplay, these two find themselves not quite regretting their steamy one-night stand. Once those flames are fanned, it seems impossible to put them out again. But with Sloane ready to start a family, and Lucian refusing to even consider the idea of marriage and kids, these enemies to lovers are stuck in it at an impasse. Broken Men Break Women it's what Lucian believes, what he's witnessed, and he's not going to take the chance with Sloane. He'd rather live a life of solitude than put her in danger. But he learns the hard way that leaving her means leaving her unprotected from other threats. It's the second time he's ruthlessly cut her out of his life. There's no way she's going to give him a third chance. He's just going to have to make one for himself. I'm glad that we didn't read that before reading it. Cause yeah. like. I liked going into it kinda kinda blind because that I feel gives quite a bit away from the book. Yeah. And I mean, like, obviously we knew something was gonna happen. It's a freaking romance, like, obviously, but I don't like reading it and seeing like confirming my suspicions, you know what I mean? I'd rather yeah. be like, Oh a little bit of surprise, you know. I don't I don't know. So I loved the uh bickering—how like they couldn't even stand being oh. in the same room together. The enemies to lovers is my favorite, favorite trope, mm. and-, and I love how that was like you know seventy percent of the book. Mm-hmm. But after the seventy percent, and I know that you will will pick up on what I'm trying to say because I got to say it without spoilers. Um, but when that happened. Mm-hmm. And he did a total 180. And did you like it when he flipped the switch or you didn't like no. it? No. No. Hmm. So, like, the last, like, 25% of the book, I felt really went downhill for me. I don't know I think you why. also have a red flag here, Stacy. I think you yes. also really like the bad boys. Yes. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> but... But no, like, I just felt like so much of the last 25% of the book could have been done differently. Mm -hmm. I feel like not much happened between 1% and 75%. It feels like all of the plot was crammed in the last 25% of the book. Like, why was that not spread out more? See... I don't know. I don't feel that way. Oh, God. That's why I docked the... Like, I rated it four stars. I could have rated it a full five if the ending was a little... I don't know. It was just done Hmm. differently. Or not so crammed in the last hundred pages. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I... What did you rate it? I think I agree with the four stars. Mm -hmm. Um... I don't know, just because I compare it to, like I said, the other like fantasy books. But yeah, I thought that the first 75% of the book, like you were saying, like I thought that was great. And honestly, I'm kind of glad that the ending wasn't as spread out, honestly, because I don't... This is just me. You didn't really care for it? I didn't care to listen about their families and how... I don't know, that's just shocking but like <laughs> you literally just wanted it for the spice not the plot <laughs> just say it Rebecca <laughs> we know what I like you're okay there's no hiding it no. um I don't know I just I thought that it was all in good portions honestly mm-hmm. I don't know but, but we'll discuss more when uh, when we can talk spoilers I know it's so hard to like discuss this without spoilers yeah. because God. Yeah. I agree. Another thing that I did notice, and maybe this is why I also docked a star because if anybody listened to our other episodes when we featured the other two books or the last book, um second book, it had so, book two, I felt had the same ending <laughs> as book one. <laughs> and I still feel there's just there's no difference yeah right now I like this one more than book two I do because I felt like book two was the exact same as book one that kind of pissed me off because I wanted to read something a little bit different um so I do like that this one had a bit of a twist Mm -hmm. but again it's like and I get that it's a romance. I know it's going to happen. It's bound to happen in every single romance that you're going to read. But like. I don't know. Uh, I feel like. <laughs> her writing in this one. It did feel better. But I did notice that there were so many parts in this novel. That she called back to. um All the other couples. Mm-hmm. And it was like. Like, it felt like it was really being, like, sh- thrown in our face. Like, Naomi and Knox. Lena and Nash. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we read the other two books. You don't need to keep reminding us that they're married. Or yeah. that they're engaged. Like, it was. It felt so excessive. Yeah. I. Yeah. I can see that now, actually. Because, um, like, it'd be different if this was labeled as a book that you could read as a standalone. Maybe. Yeah. Like a standalone. Yeah. And, then, yes, I understand that. But, I mean, like. It was kinda of like they were reintroducing the the other yeah. couples. And yeah. I like we didn't need that. No. Because like, this isn't a standalone novel. We're on book three. We're already committed. Yeah. We yeah, know what's exactly. going on. <laughs> also another issue that I had with this book, another reason why I docked the star. Her friggin' characters are forty years old. They do not need to be acting like eighteen and nineteen year olds. Okay why yes again yes yep i had this issue with the other books yep you did like when i was reading that like i kept forgetting that they were 40 like i could understand 30 say 30 still even with that i don't know but like i'm 30 i'm 31 like yeah like a lot of the shit that they were pulling was like early 20s Yep. And then all of a sudden, Sloan would come in with the whole, uh, oh, it's going to be too late for me to have a family. And then you're just like, oh, shit, right. They're like 40 years old. Yeah. That, (laughs) yeah, their personality, like, which is fine. If you're young at heart, you're young at heart. But like the shit that they were, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I forgot again that they're 40 until you just brought that up. (laughs) So (laughs) the majority of the things that I have to say or talk about We'll have to wait because there's spoilers and I just want to talk about mm-hmm. it, but, but the end of chapter 20 and all of chapter 21. I made sure to note this because, good <laughs> lord, this was when can you give me a hint? The hotel. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. 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 I mean, I can't say that it was a big shocking surprise no it was just very nice (laughs) but like and another thing i like though too i felt like this was a lot more steamy than her other two books like i felt like there were more oh yeah uh just his use of good girl i just maybe that's oh i i was gonna say yeah like he was really good at like being vocal i guess Mm -hmm. is the best way to put that Mm -hmm. but on the other hand, I did not like how often Sloane had to make some sort of comment on his size. It was literally so yeah. many times. Yeah, that's true. So many times. And every time that she did, I was just like, oh, God. Again. That is true. Like, it was, it was just yeah. cringy a little. I mean, I could have done without yeah. that part. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, we know. Yeah. We know. I <laughs> <We> haven't forgotten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I get that. Did you did you pick up on the nods to the other two books, though? Very subtle. Well, no, I can't really say that they were super subtle because it stuck out to me. What do you mean? Like the titles? Okay, so you, found, you got that quote. Yeah, like the things that we leave behind or things that we hide from the light. Or there something. are some things we never get over, some things we hide from the light. Yeah. I thought that was really cute. I didn't pick up on the first part, actually. I never picked up on the first part, but I picked up on the things that we hide from the light. I did pick up on that. There was another part where she's wearing a blue bathrobe with daisies. Oh, yes. Yep. Oh. Uh, there was another section. I don't remember who it was. If it was the uh, the lawyer or the attorney that, that Lucian um, suggested to Sloan I think but she was wearing a pale pink leather blazer emblazoned with lilies of the valley which is Mm. the color and the flowers on the second book I thought that was so neat that she was bringing those two book covers into the story I think that's actually so smart and such a good writing style to be able to do that yeah and then the um, cherry blossoms that are on the front of this being the cherry tree that he climbed (sighs) Oh. Room. <sighs> i just i love when authors put that much thought into their cover it's not mm-hmm. just a picture of some like couple kissing on the front or anything like there's actual thought and purpose yeah. to the covers like when you're done reading it it's like holy shit like yeah that's that's yeah oh that. yeah and i know we've talked about it so many times with colleen hoover's books yeah oh so good yeah i don't know in my opinion i liked this book a lot more than the first two i might just be blinded by chapter 21 (laughs) i might still be blinded Nice suit daddy i love how they called him that multiple times in the book (laughs) yeah but no i still think that book one was still my favorite um i think just i don't know something about Nox was just yeah. I really liked it with him being like the first one that we were introduced to. Like obviously we're gonna we're gonna have ties. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah definitely ties. Um second one I still don't did not care for. No, literally Uh, same. Like that was and this one was definitely better. Yeah, yeah. But overall, I still think like even with book two being rated low, I still think I would rate the whole series a four out of five. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I completely agree. Ilsa and I were talking about it last night and she said that like, like we got that vibe through the book that there would be a fourth from Steph's point of view, Mm -hmm. which would have been, I think would have been awesome. I would have definitely read it. But then I feel like the epilogue just, just destroyed that thought. It felt like, I don't know, like what else would she write? If she were to do a Steph and Jeremiah book. Oh, true. Because of her jumping like 10 years. Yeah, we've yeah. We got it all. Yeah, no, that is so true. So I don't and, know. Uh, Yeah, I'm still weirded out about their age. In the epilogue, she jumps 10 years. Yeah. So they're, they're I can't. No, that's, it just doesn't make any <laughs> sense in my head. It doesn't no, I doesn't know. Up. And especially, again, with it being... With them being 40 years old, and she references that her, that Sloan and Luci- Lucian had a feud for 20 years. Yeah. That's a long time for them to be in this continuous cycle. 20 years. Yeah. I feel like it all would have been more believable and probably would have sat better with readers if she made, if she said that they were all 30. Yeah. Or like, mid 20s to 30s yeah Yeah, like 25 100 because you still got some immature tendencies when it comes to things like like that yeah like with their um with their history and all their drama that they've got going on but like for all of that to be in your 40s i don't know god help me if i have drama in my 40s no <laughs> yep why do you think i don't go anywhere <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh but overall i don't know i i'd still give it a four i'm just slowly coming to my senses now and i think i'm not so much a fan of contemporary romance okay i just like my i like i like my dark romance dark. more than i don't want yeah. a happy ending every single time <sighs> Yeah, I know um, I felt like that because as I was reading this, I felt like I was skimming yeah. the last part of it because it was just, everybody was too happy. Yeah. Like, come <laughs> on, somebody else get shot or somebody else get kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, we, we definitely need to go back to, <laughs> to the dark side. I think we need therapy. <laughs> eh, yeah, it wouldn't hurt. The way, like I smiled when I read this part, and it's only just a short little sentence. There are some things only Mister Wrong can deliver. I was like, okay, yep. Touché, okay, my friend, heck yeah. Uh, I just, I don't know. Like they went from like such a like the fun banter, bickering just like that love hate going back and forth back and forth to like i get that like obviously having something monumental happen in somebody's life that's going to make you take a step back and look at someone differently when you're so close to like yeah losing them or whatever i don't know it I just, just felt-, felt it felt weird like it just yeah. felt like it was very out of character yeah yeah and especially again with them being in this feud for 20 years mm-hmm. that's a bit extensive for it to be just so quickly snapped and like flipped yep. around yeah 20 years that's almost my whole lifespan like what oh <laughs> well, that's weird to think about yeah yeah I don't know oh. but hey it was good it was still good Yeah, yeah. It, I did still enjoy I it I won't say it wasn't yeah yeah. Oh, but I just I can elaborate on more of the things that I really enjoyed at the like when we go into our spoilers yeah. because there were a lot of things that I can actually talk about that I really liked. And I have some things that I want to talk about, but I just can't yet. <laughs> <gasps> so October <laughs> featured read. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Okay. Going a little spooky. But not too spooky, like how we ruined um, no. last month. <laughs> yes. And we're, we're still going to be focusing on dark romances. Yeah. Mm. So. The dark. Mm-hmm. But our oh. featured read. Yeah. What is it, Rebecca? I'll tell you, Stacey. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the Coven by Harper L. Woods. I love the cover. Even the cover alone just really- Oh, it looks beautiful. Grabs my attention here. Um, Okay. Uh, 298 pages. And, oh, this was actually released this year, back in March. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Okay. So, Revenge. Raised to be my father's weapon against the coven that took away his sister and his birthright, I would do anything to protect my younger brother from suffering the same fate. My duty forces me to the secret town of Crystal Hollow and the prestigious Hollows Grove University, where the best and brightest of my kind learn to practice their magic free from human judgment. There are no whispered words here. No condemnation for the blood that flows through my veins. The only animosity I face comes from the beautiful and infuriating headmaster, Alaric Grayson Thorn, a man who despises me just as much as I loathe him and everything he stands for. We know where that's going to (laughs) go. I can't wait. But that doesn't mean secrets don't threaten to tear the school in two. No one talks about the bloody massacre that forced it to close decades prior, only the opportunity it can afford to those fortunate enough to attend. Because for the first time in 50 years, the coven will open its wards to the 13, 13 promising students destined to change the world. If the ghosts of Hollows Grove's victims don't kill them first, the coven is book one in the Coven of Bones series and ends on a cliffhanger. This is a gothic, dark academia, paranormal romance and includes elements that may be triggering to some readers. Oh, we love trigger warnings. Mm, eat it right up. <laughs> Sign me up. So here we're finally going to be reading A Dark Academia. We d- we talked about that briefly. I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently the spice in this is like four out of five okay so uh when is the second book if it ends on a cliffhanger oh that should be coming oh when september 7th oh so so we could okay back to back if it's like yeah we can do it back to back book one and then book two (laughs) done done I'm excited for that. So yeah, that's, I'm very excited. I wish I could have gotten the physical for that book, but. It's beautiful. I guess our Kindles will have to do. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. I just want to talk about spoilers. Come on, let's go. Okay. Bye. Okay. So get out now. If you haven't read Mm -hmm. Things We Left Behind by Lucy Score, because we are about to absolutely, ruin it for you pick it apart yeah yep. we are literally going to be picking it apart uh don't forget to head over to our instagram at my sister's tbr um we have you know stuff going on there <laughs> we have stuff going just on. stuff yeah <laughs> but no but just to keep an eye on uh, what we're doing and what we're reading and every bit of support that you give us helps us produce. <laughs> Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. I laughed a nice bit in this book, honestly. I really did. Right off the bat. Um god he was beautiful supernaturally molded by the gods beautiful he would make gorgeous little demon babies that was my first highlight yeah 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 he would um i don't know so i'll we'll start off by talking about the spice because i really enjoyed the spice yeah the end of chapter 20 how it um ends uh They're at the hotel and he like sees her in the middle of like a group of boys or (laughs) men. Yeah, specifying actually because they're forty. But then like he just I love how possessive he is over her. Yeah. And like when she's like sat on the stool next to him, and then at the end of that chapter, it's just like him like pulling her her stool right next to him. Oh, I know. I'm pretty sure I squealed multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> she was really good at visuals, I feel, in this novel. Like, oh, yeah. I had no problem picturing this like a movie. Yeah, same. As I was reading it, so. um, Yeah, but then, like, just... Chapter 20, yeah, <laughs> was very, very descriptive. Um, or chapter 21, sorry. And I noticed that, like, yeah, I already said this earlier, but like, there wasn't just one sex scene and it was, that yeah. was done. And then they were all fell in love. It was like there was multiple. Yeah, but again, like, I could have done without how often she talked about his size. Yeah. Like, it was just yeah. every every time, and I was just yeah. like, girl, you can't still be surprised. Are you still surprised? <laughs> yeah. Um. Um, I wanted more from their past scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Because there wasn't a whole lot. Like, I mean, like, there was enough so that we could understand what was going on. But yeah, I wanted a lot more information. Yeah. I didn't get that connection with their younger selves. Like, it's like she just gave us enough just to give us an idea of, like, you know, everything that was going on back then. But, like, yep, I wanted then, like, took to it away. connect to them. <laughs> oh, I have a really good example of the book that it reminded me of Love in Other Words by Christina Lauren. It was giving oh, me okay. that vibe because it was going back to their younger selves. But, Love in Other Words, done it so much better. Christina Lauren just mm. blew that out of the park. Like, The connection that I felt with them as teenagers and also as adults, like she just, they did such a good job with that. And I felt like Mm -hmm. Lucy could have had a very similar, I don't know, like reaction from Mm -hmm. readers if she just put a little more time or a little more effort into portraying them as their younger selves and, you know, making us grow that connection with them yeah because i i I didn't feel that and i wanted to i know i feel like as i think back to the book now to their like the past scenes i feel like all that comes to my mind with their past scenes is just that one time when they were uh when he snuck in like i feel like it only happened twice that we know of yeah that he like like snuck up into her bedroom right Mm -hmm. like I feel like we need, because it obviously happened a lot more than that, but, like, I don't know. I want to, like, give yeah. us more than that. Oh, my God. So, one, I think one of my favorite scenes, though, honestly, is when Lucian, Knox, and Nash are outside of the bar and they're fighting. Oh, my but God. But they're not even, like, actually fighting. They're, like. Yeah. <laughs> I could see, like, why, like, what Knox and Nash, you know, how they said, like, like, we could never hit you. You yeah. know, like the way that they yeah. hit each other. Well, I just hit my mic again. <laughs> Speaking of hitting things. <laughs> and I just, I never thought about that. Like, that was, that was so sad. Yeah, he went through some traumatic crap. Yeah. Trauma. yeah, I can't, can't wrap my head around it. But it was pretty humorous. Like, turn serious, then turn funny again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like. Yeah, just their their friendship is that was so wholesome. Yeah. I loved how Lucian's uh, relationship with Sloane's father, how, Mm -hmm. on the same sort of wavelength, I want to know how Sloane's parents kept their whole, like, close relationship with Lucian a secret for 20 years like from Sloan like Sloan was so floored by it like the timeline just doesn't make sense in my head like 20 freaking yeah. years in a small time. if you take that down to 10 maybe yeah maybe even that maybe. still feels like it's pushing it yeah, yeah I feel no, like I completely agree timelines and ages just really went wonky and it needs to be yeah. cut back or something. <laughs> I don't know yeah yeah, but it is, it was really wholesome, though, like, finding that out and, like, putting all of the pieces yes. together with, like, how his parents, like, took him in, basically, as, like. Yeah, just, yeah, like, as their own, you know, like, he was there for a suppers, and, yeah, oh. I thought, yeah. Just so sweet, Ugh. but he needed that, like, completely, because he obviously didn't have it. At his own, at his parents' house. No. And hence, (sighs) the trauma. Yeah. But, so, like, I get, like, see, I don't know, like, again, with the miscommunication, I, like, they should have just, he should have just talked to Sloane about what happened that night, right from the get-go, before letting 20 years slip by, and him just holding on to a feud yeah like i under i can understand for a couple of years being upset with her because that ultimately left her or his mom like exposed to his father yeah but for 20 i don't know i'm just still 20 years yeah come on especially with them being in the same friend group It'd be different if, like, yeah. they didn't have the same friend group and they didn't cross paths for 20 years. Yeah. They had the same friend group. Same best friends. Not to mention just how close he was to her parents <laughs> for 20 years. Like, it makes no sense. Yeah. But, like, it was very eye-opening to, like, when Sloan finally got the details on what Lucian did for her, her father. Like mm-hmm. buying that house or apartment, whatever it was at the time, close to his treatment. Yeah, and then putting him in that trial treatment so that he could have an extra six months or six weeks. Yeah, that was. Oh. Mm-hmm. But like, again, how did sloan not know? Yeah. Like, was she oblivious? Yeah. <laughs> it's. Yeah, like the timeline just doesn't make sense at all, but we can just pretend that it wasn't actually 20 years and we'll just say five (laughs) that makes more sense to me i'm gonna we're gonna just change it ourselves okay it's just five years (laughs) okay that that sounds Uh. good to me okay the plot twist the plot twist do you know what plot twist i'm talking about the plot twist god there was a plot twist at what point the restaurant the one when he was there with his mother? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And in walks, I expected it. Anthony I honestly Hugo, did. I like, didn't expect it. I, as soon as, you know, it was, you know, mentioned that he was, you know, I was just like, it's going to be Anthony Hugo. Like, when she was mentioning how she was seeing somebody, I was like, it's going to be Anthony Hugo. Like, it's- Oh my god. I had no idea. I freaking knew it. You'd make a good detective, I think, actually. Well, I didn't have any evidence to support it. It was just a gut feeling, and I don't think that that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way. Oh, the way Wait, that she got on with Lucian. Like after that supper, when she was like, like after when like all that shit hit the fan. Like she was upset with Lucian for embarrassing her. Yeah, so this is when uh, Sloan, like, told her off. Rips right, into in her, the elevator. yeah. 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 But yeah, I love the way that she stood up for Lucian. She's just like, you do not uh-uh. get to treat him like that. And I like how he referenced back to that and, like, said, like, no one's ever stood up for me like that before. Like, yeah. Um, I think I may have gotten a spoiler for the Midnight Library by reading this book oh right i saved that quote because i just it floored me like i don't know if it is to me it sounds like a pretty big spoiler we needed some warning with that i don't think yeah. i'm gonna end up reading the midnight library uh it hasn't been on my i TBR, wanted to but shit well now you know what's gonna happen Um, did you have a hard time picturing, visualizing the, um, (laughs) the proposal? I mean, I thought it was pretty comical, but it also seemed, like, almost dumb. The way that Knox was in, like, the shrub. Oh! Wearing camouflage. (laughs) Okay. Recording. That's literally in my notes here. I literally... I I laughed out loud. Like what? I, I laughed. Yeah, yeah, I did too. I had no issue visualizing that at all. But at first, in my head, I visualized like they were in a different area of like the house or like whatever. But then it like adjusted in my head after describing it a little bit more. Um, yeah. But as soon as I just I can't see Knox doing that. <laughs> but he he's a love struck idiot now. He is a mush ball. <laughs> Of course, he's gonna do that now. Okay, that's fair. That's fair, right? But like, as soon as Nash is there with the speakerphone with the Shania Twain, you're still the one playing through it. <laughs> I I don't know. That just made me laugh because like that is so so cheesy for them both to be doing that. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, that's true friends right there. A movement in the shrubbery caught my eye. Knox Morgan, wearing camouflage and green face paint, rose out of a redondondron with his phone. He gave me the thumbs up. Like, I can see it, honestly. <laughs> I can. What? I guess I just, I had a hard time. Like, I laughed. I thought mm-hmm. it was hilarious. And especially then when it went on to talk about Nash being. Back behind a tree, and you can still kind yep. of see him, and he's just playing Schneider Twain from his phone. uh, it was very funny. it's just it it felt so out of place though, like a lot of the last twenty five percent of the book just did not feel like yeah. the same characters, yeah there was it was just too too happy, too mushy, too many couples, too much happening i just i don't know yeah there's I just need to go back to dark romances. We had a nice little break from uh we're just gonna keep switching it up because I also need a break from the romance now, yeah, the strict romance, yeah, I need some darkness and some tears, yeah, give me like the dark fantasy, just something other than just the happy yeah. happily ever after we had enough, um yeah, I'm just looking at my highlights here that i that I had highlighted, and uh there are literally just from the sex scenes <laughs> so let me just read them out here really quick okay. this one made me laugh though um oh I-, I wonder if we both highlighted the same one probably uh i don't know okay so this one is uh this time he didn't just pull me to him he lifted me off the floor and pinned me against the closet wall with his body my feet dangled inches above the carpet as his king-size erection, again, too many descriptions, yep. uh, lodged itself against me, effectively skewering me to the wall like a butterfly in a shadow box. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that is made me laugh. Oh my god. And then, of course, I've got good girl, he growled. And then, mm-hmm. look at there me. There were lots of good girls. Look at me, he commanded. I opened my eyes and tried to f- keep my expression neutral. Why? Because I want to see your eyes when I take you. Oh. <laughs> uh, did you highlight the breathe Sloan? <laughs> How he says breathe Sloan. The command stand of pain. I sucked in a wheezy breath. Christ baby I need you to relax. Lucian's forehead met mine. You don't have all of it yet. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when I turned over to the audio book. And like there were there was another sex scene while I had like the audio playing that was like I remember I was like just cleaning up and I just stopped and I was like okay yep.
1: audiobooks okay. make
0: it <laughs> totally different <laughs> shit yep I don't know overall yeah I th- I think it was a good book but again we, oh. we still have our complaints what? what I have to read this one out too I forgot about this he lunged okay. for me, his teeth grazing my neck. Hold still, you snack-sized human. I gasped with laughter and collapsed against him again. Playful Lucian was an entirely new creature to me, like Edward after Bella had discovered his secret in Twilight. Only I hadn't discovered Lucian's secret. I just had a whole lot of sex with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love the Twilight callback! She definitely didn't lose her like, humor, like, in her writing. That's what I really liked. Yeah. And, like, all of the name-calling and... Oh, God. I really enjoyed Sloane's character, though. Like, she was... Yeah. She was funny and... God. Still yeah. don't picture her as a 40-year-old, but... No, I was gonna say, it's still just the issue of her age yeah. just doesn't... doesn't fit. It doesn't work in my brain. Yeah. I agree. Um, I do have... A recommendation, if you would like another kind of um, similar, if book one and book three had a baby. Oh, I feel like it would be um, by a thread by Lucy Four. Okay. Just not necessarily for you, because I know I've said that to you a few times for you to read that book, but just listeners. Okay. It's a good one. Add it to the TBR. One. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I do like that though. Um, but I just need a break from romance. It's fine. Just, just a little tiny break. Yep. Next month will be our dark, twisty. Mm-hmm. Still sticking with romance, mm-hmm. but it's focusing more on dark, yeah, and fantasy maybe. Ah, uh, home okay well thanks for sticking around hopefully we uh, didn't ruin a book for you if you continued to listen and didn't <laughs> listen to us about getting out uh huh not our fault nope there was warnings <laughs> yep <laughs> hopefully you join us again with the coven for October's book mm. thanks for listening Toodles. Bye. Bye.